Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's episode is very unique for a couple of reasons. Reason number one, it is the first episode that my featured guest is actually a member of my immediate family, one of the Rain Seven, my amazing, talented, beautiful, intelligent, creative, power filled force to be reckoned with, my sister Karma. Secondly, I am excited about this particular episode because I am releasing it the same day that it's being recorded. So it is hot off the presses, as they say. We just laid this down a couple of hours ago. And typically when I record, I usually archive and publish at a later time. But the topic, the content, and the gems that come out of this conversation could not wait. So you're receiving an extra, extra, extra special gift by me releasing this today. So you're actually getting two podcasts this morning from Working Title with Keyshawn Rain. So I invite you to get comfortable. Take a couple of long, deep cleansing breaths and get ready to listen to another conversation. I'm here. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you literally went. <laughs> you win the prize. You win the prize. Period. I because... just feel like just follow the directions, guys. I mean, seems pretty simple. <laughs> seems pretty simple. And I think because of the way your brain works and as mm-hmm. a teacher, as a teacher, you know how to give instruction. So you therefore know how to follow instruction right. as well. And I did my best not to be like too techie with the instructions, but to try to make it <laughs> as simple with visual aids as possible. Right. So, which is good for me. I'm like, show me a picture and then just say like one direction and then thanks. I'll figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, anyway, well, um, we're going to dive, we're going to dive right in. So, um, okay. before we start, I just want to say thank you for saying yes to being a part of this. Um, this is super exciting for me because Yay. you are, you know, the first member of my family to be a guest on the podcast. And so mm-hmm. that in itself is pretty awesome. So I'm super, super grateful for that. Um, yeah, this will be fun. I'm excited. I'm also going to, I'm wondering like when people hear if they're going to know whose voice is whose. <laughs> <laughs> we all, we all sound the same. That's going to be the tricky part. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about that. But that is so true. Because yeah. somebody just sent me something on Instagram who follows, I think one or all of us or something. And okay. they're like, you guys all sound exactly the same. And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, technically, they all sound like me. I'm the oldest. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> You're like, I started it. I started in the beginning before anybody did. <laughs> this is true. This is true. You did start it all. <laughs> but yeah, that's a pretty good point. So yeah, that'll be like a game. Like, ooh, who said that? Who said yep. that? So, yep, exactly. So anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the floor and I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Um, tell us your name, um, your sign, and one of your passions. Um, okay, well, my name is Karma Rains. Yes, that is my real name, K-A-R-M-A. Um, you'd be surprised. People think it's spelt all kinds of ways. Um, my sign is I'm a Libra. I'm an October Libra, so I like to believe I'm a true Libra. And one of my passions, aside from dance, which I just – at this point, I'm like, it's beyond my passion. I think it's just connected to my entire soul. Um, I have a passion for speaking truth. 
So I'm a truth seeker and I'm a truth speaker is mm. that's kind of like my phrase for today. <laughs> I love it. Truth seeker and truth speaker. That's awesome. So about dance, when mm-hmm. did you start dancing? When did you first realize that you had a relationship with dance? That I had a relationship with dance? Um, I want to say in elementary we did, I feel like there was some like showcase or talent show. I feel like I was in the fifth grade. Um, whenever grandma made me that one shirt and it was green and I had the wrap and I was like, my name is Karma, better known as Tootie. That's pretty much when I basically figured out, okay, I love dance. I love performance and I need to be, um, on the stage. So I want to say maybe like, how old are you when you're in fifth grade? Maybe 10, 10, 10, I think about 10, 10, 10. Yeah. So around that time is when like, I knew that I actually could like feel what it felt like to understand, um, like an element of, of your life that you thoroughly enjoy. Even when you're that young, there was something that still sparked that I could connect with and say, wait, hold on. I think like, this is what I want to kind of always do for forever before I even understood monetary value of what, you know, dance could be to me. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. And so is dance, would you say that dance is like a form of therapy for you? Oh, massive. I think not even just for me, but for anyone that's a true dancer yes it's like the um, I want to say it's my best form of therapy because I love therapy I love the idea of it I love the idea of going to a therapist talking to one you know I'm not against that whatsoever Um, but I just feel like for me as long as I can dance and get it out of my body it's almost easier to express my feelings that way than to actually uh, verbalize them yeah no I agree I think that I think that what each of us uses or Mm -hmm. finds is our source of therapy is unique to each person. And I agree that there's definitely value to talk therapy, which is, you know, essentially what people are referring to when they think about like, oh, are you seeing a therapist or, oh, have you been to therapy? Right. They think like person and person, one person talk, the other person listen. And that's kind of, you know, how you get it out, but Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily consider all the other like forms of expression that we as human beings have access to that allow us to exercise that energy, whether it's negative experiences or negative self-talk or positive Mm -hmm. experiences or love, whatever it is that sometimes we can't get it out in words. Like some things cannot be expressed. It's just not possible. Yeah. I just think it's not possible. Yeah. In the sense of like, not saying that nothing is possible, but it's just, I, I think as human beings, we're so complex that it's not just about being able to like put a word on it. That's why there's music. That's why there's actual like art architecture and um, sports even I think are a form of therapy for some people. There's an actual, like the movement in the body was made for a reason. Yeah. And I don't think it was just because, you know, Oh, it looks pretty or it looks really cool. Like I think you just, you need it. You sometimes literally need it. You know, if you connect to the science of, physical movement they have you know your endorphins pop off so that's like it could help you with depression it's like it's a whole other you know um layer that I think people for sure now have forgotten about just because of where dance is going with social media um whereas a couple years ago maybe 10 20 years ago it was just dance it was just about why do why are we even doing this what's the purpose of this and it's because it makes me feel amazing not because it's going to get me you know thousands of views on YouTube <laughs> and right. then book a job for me. It has nothing exactly. to do with that, you know? Exactly. So, 
So is there any particular kind of music that you find that you're like led to when you feel like Mm. dancing or music that makes you move? I just, it depends on my mood and that's such like an artist thing to say, but it's real. (laughs) Like it's real life. It definitely depends on the mood. Like this, the genre of music or the, or a particular artist? Either one, whatever, whatever comes to mind for you. Um, when I'm in like more like a carefree or I just want to have like fun, it could be anything. It could be just pop music or it could be, you know, the fun, catchy top forties songs, you know, your popular artists, the Beyonce's, mm-hmm. um, those type of people. And then when I'm in the mood where I thoroughly need to like dive into my emotions and also creatively challenge myself, what's like, as far as what's going to come out of my body, I'll go to deeper artists like the, you know, the Kendricks, the J. Coles. Um, There's not a lot of, except for Janelle Mm -hmm. Monet, Mm -hmm. um, there's not a lot of female artists that I'm able to go to as much. And I wish that that would change. I would say, I mean, Erica Badu is clearly, she's always like, she's like a gem and mm-hmm. like the Lauren Hills. But as far as in the generation now, there's no one that like female wise that draws, I don't get drawn to as easily, um, which hopefully that'll change. You know, maybe someone will put me up on some underground artists that I haven't, you know, been exposed to enough. Um, but yeah, I would say that. And then like my ultimate muse or kindred spirit I would say is you know none other than I like to call him my brother uh Mr. Kanye West and yeah that's Mm -hmm. someone that for like years before I even knew who Kendrick was when Kendrick was even still underground I knew who Kanye was first yeah um and just connected to both of them and it's funny because both of them are Gemini's and my moon is Gemini so I've always been Mm -hmm. I didn't know oh yeah I know I thought I told you that before yeah oh no you know what you did that day we were were... in the pool Mm -hmm. and everybody was yeah yeah that's when we figured out Daria was a cancer was a cancer yes yes Yes. so that's another reason why I'm like I will always understand the Gemini mind like yeah I won't ever actually question it (laughs) because like it's in me like and then being a Libra so I have scale balance and then I also have the Gemini of the dual personality so it's like I have there's like a lot of people inside of me (laughs) that's so dope well I'm Mm -hmm. glad that you brought that up and for sharing that because um you know you are the person who put me on so to speak to Kanye back in the day when <laughs> mm-hmm. like I think it was like my first two years back in California yeah. and I still had like the pink iPod like yeah. the OG iPod <laughs> the and original. you were like oh my god you have to hear this artist <laughs> you were like he's gonna be you're like he's gonna be remembered or something along those lines like he's going to wow. be remembered like and yeah. this was like you know, 2004, I think, or 2005. Yeah. I remember listening to just, you know, a couple of songs then, Mm -hmm. you know, when it was still on the CD and or the iPod. And And I think I had just did the video. Yes. I feel like, yeah, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And I mean, what blew me away then was the fact that he had like the Jesus Walks song. Yeah. He was, you know, talking about things that were very real mm-hmm. for black people, for women, for men, for everybody. And that, you know, he kind of just came out hard, like yep. through the wire, like, oh yeah, I almost died in a car accident and yep. I'm still going to make music because this is how passionate I am about exactly. my message. So, yeah. so that's, you know, kind of cool. And that's the reason why I wanted you to speak about Kanye, mm-hmm. someone that you feel a kindred connection with um, and to speak on what's, what's happening around him right now. And I know anybody who's hearing this has 
seen the tweets or mm-hmm. seen the the clips and this and the that. Very few people have actually mm-hmm. seen the interview. Right. The I'm entire, yes. So yeah. I know you've seen it. And mm-hmm. I just want to ask you, um, before we go into your thoughts on the interview, mm-hmm. I'm going to play a little game. So okay. I'm going to say the name of, you know, someone. <laughs> and I just okay. want you to give me the first word that comes oh, to mind Lord. when you think of this person. So this okay. reminds me, there was like an episode of SNL back in the day mm-hmm. and Richard Pryor was a guest star and he was doing a skit with Chevy Chase and okay. they were playing this game where he would say, um, he would say a word and then Richard Pryor would just say the first word <laughs> and you'll have to look up the clip someday to see it, but it's actually quite okay. funny. Okay. So, okay. So first name is Janet. That's the word. <laughs> just, can it be a sound? It could be a sound. Whatever expression comes out of you is perfect. Yeah, Janet would be foo, foo. Okay. Like, foo. Okay. Basically, Next. that's it. Okay. <laughs> Next one is Michael. Undeniable. Beyonce. Uh, precise. Rihanna. Feisty. Cardi B. Truthful. Kendrick. Intellectual. Kanye. Genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, can, I can second and Ashe and facts, hashtag to all of those. Um, I completely agree. And what I love about your perspective of Kanye is that I truly believe that there are more people mm-hmm. who feel the same way about him mm-hmm. and are afraid totally to speak up about it because they would be going against the quote unquote norm or going against the grain or going against what I call the mob mm-hmm. mentality that is quick to crucify him for saying things that are just beyond their understanding. Especially in the black community. Because if you're not black and you say it, probably who cares? You're not gonna get as shunned and you know, nobody's gonna say stuff. But if it's the black community that agrees with what we're saying, which is there's genius that is instilled in this human being, then for damn sure they're afraid. Then that's a part of the problem. Exactly. So you know? When you saw the interview, which I just watched it in its entirety. Well, it just came out, what, yesterday. So I just watched it yesterday. And I was actually up Mm -hmm. till like 2 o'clock in the morning because I kept rewinding it and watching it and rewinding it and watching it, looking for clues, as he called it, which I thought was fucking brilliant. Um, Right. And uh, I couldn't sleep. Like, I was up. I was taking notes. You still there? Did I lose you? Hello? Did I lose you? I'm going to call you right, right back. You can hear me now. I can hear you now. It's okay. okay. It's, it's just the matrix. Sometimes when you start speaking truth, it, it tries I to fuck up the flow. I was going to say, it seems like they were like, nope, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you, nope, you're about to start saying something. You're about to start saying something. So, yeah, we pick up from what you were saying. You were saying that... Um, 
what was it? Shit. Well, I was I was watching the interview last night. The interviews. Yes. Yeah. And I was saying I started watching it in 15 minute segments. Like that's how serious I was taking every um word. And I wasn't just watching or excuse me, listening to the words. I was watching like his being, right? And also watching the interviewer. Yes. And, and what he was saying, when he was deciding to say it, how he was holding his papers. And if he was genuinely making consistent eye contact with Kanye or if it was just about, you know, I'm just going to sit here and act like I'm interviewing you. So it was I had to process all of that. So it took me probably like four hours to watch the interview, even though it's only a two hour interview. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was essentially doing the same thing because I've only seen Charlemagne on you know the breakfast club what did i say his name was shalimar (laughs) but it's all good because i knew exactly what you meant i was like shalimar yes they made a song in the 80s they were in 80s r&b group shalimar charlemagne you guys knew who the fuck i was talking about so (laughs) the point is i was doing the same thing and what was a trip is that it's so it seems how i know we're related Mm because i was doing the exact same assessment i was Mm -hmm. like you know let me pause that for a second because when I first started watching it in the first maybe 10, 15 minutes, I was thinking to myself, he lost the light in his eyes. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. and I really was sad for yeah. a moment because I was like, Kanye lost the light in his eyes. And I was like, the light in his eyes, maybe his mother, like, you know, just all Everything. the things, his children and his wife and, and started to, and I, the thing is, I think my, because I know you and I, our family is meant for greatness and we yeah. are meant for, you know, fame, so to speak. I feel like I always see these quote unquote celebrities for the human beings that they actually are. Yes. Like, oh, that's so funny that you say that. <laughs> I always see them because I know that so we are human beings. We're, yeah. And when we become famous, people are going to look at us like, oh, and I'm like, and be like, but I know we're human beings. So fuck y'all. Exactly. Um, but. I looked at him and I was like, oh man, okay. And then it's so crazy. I connected with that. Yep. Because I'm like, I know what depression looks like. I know what anxiety looks like. I know yes. what that feels like. Yeah. To I know your... what death feels like. I know what that feels like to lose someone, you know. Exactly. And I know what it, mm-hmm. yeah, I know what it looks like to lose your light. So as I mm-hmm. continued to watch it, I saw moments where it was there and that Mm -hmm. glimmer was there and that smile was there and that body movement was there. And like you said, those are the kinds of things I was looking for as well. That's how I knew, okay, you're still alive. (laughs) Like you're still you, you are definitely still you. You also are 40 years old. You're not 22 Kanye that I first, you know, met and, and, started to be a fan of you know you have ascended and all of us ascend I'm completely different than when I was 22 years old 22 to 33 like is a whole different experience for karma I wouldn't even be able to talk the way that I talk or process things the way that I do when I was 22 as opposed to now so that's the human side too that I think people forget you know when he first came out he was young and it was just super, super eager. And it's crazy because to this day, he still will word and use this choice of word that Jay-Z is his idol. So to still hear a 40-year-old man choose to use that word, you know, I was, that was like intense to me. I was noting that in my mind because I'm like, oh, you still want to honor him. Okay. So all of the other bullshit that people were saying that you guys have beef over, I'm able to put that to the side. And what I hear you saying is, my brother hurt my feelings. 
Precisely. My brother hurt my feelings. When can we process the feelings part? Exactly. Nobody cares about all the other stuff. So there was just so many, um, those were the moments, Sean, where I said, okay, so, okay, yeah, exactly. You're human. There's a lot of things that are going on with you and, but nobody wants to acknowledge that part. I think that's the part that's the most annoying and frustrating. Um, well, and me. it's, yeah, well, because it's, it's sad because mm-hmm. what I see too is of course I go, you know, my mind goes in a bunch of different directions as well, where I'm like, this is a man. Mm-hmm. He is an only child. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. He was an only child being raised by a single parent. Yep. He lost his parent. Like the, his entire life. His entire his being. He, yeah. He lost his parent. The man that he called his brother mm-hmm. abandoned him mm-hmm. in many different ways. And, you know, for various reasons, you know, right. brothers and sisters have beef. We know it happens. Yep. Yep. But he is openly expressing, mm-hmm. you know, one man interviewing another man. This yep. man who is 40 years old, he is a father of three, has a mm-hmm. wife. And now into, you know, integrated into a new family is saying, I'm hurt by that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think the reason why a lot of, you know, people jump on him because they're like, well, why are you being a punk? Why are you being a sucker? Like, why cares if he hurts your feelings? Yeah. You know, you can't be hurt. You can't be hurt. You're not, you're not a human being. You're Kanye West. You're a brand. Mm -hmm. You're a, you're a product. And that's what he's trying to be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> you guys are stupid for even thinking that. How can you be that simple-minded to, to, to forget that I am not viewing myself as a brand? I'm talking to you right now as a human. I'm trying to let layers of my life be exposed. By all means, I'm going to still remind you that I am cocky. I am confident. I am the greatest. He will speak of himself like that, but he's always spoken like that, you know? not once has he ever not said I am the greatest of all time (laughs) exactly and the truth is that that's why everybody loved him exactly and what else is he supposed to say you know what I mean like like Muhammad Ali was like I am the greatest of all time float Mm -hmm. like a butterfly sting like a bee I am the greatest until I die and the reality is that unfortunately our society is groomed to believe that making yourself small Mm -hmm. is what makes you humble. But that is not the same thing. Humility does not equal smallness. Humility does not mean make yourself less than so someone else can feel greater. Humility is honoring where your power comes from, Mm -hmm. which he always does. Yeah. And standing firmly in your greatness, which he always does. And I feel like with this, you know, the TMZ clip that was all over you know, social media Girl, yesterday. That's like, and why didn't you guys post the whole thing? Like the whole before he even response from the reporter. Why didn't you post the part prior to that where he openly stood up after he said his opinion on slavery, which I'm like, if you're smart and layer in, pull away the what he said and actually like really listen to what he was saying, and which is why I think people need to watch the two hour interview. Um then you would immediately saw that he stood up and openly said, I was addicted to painkillers. Okay. So that mental breakdown that everybody's talking about, why did that happen? Because the minute you try to go cold Turkey from hallucinogens, okay, you're going to go crazy. That's just what fucking happens. If people knew anything about the medical field, then further went into acknowledging they're trying to just keep us drugged. That's the sunken place. 
that's the part that people, I'm like, you guys aren't, you didn't hear that though. All you heard was him having a quote unquote rant or like he likes to say soundbite of him saying, you know, do you guys not believe I'm speaking the truth and this and that? And then you have the comeback from the black reporter, which everything he said, I liked, I didn't think what he didn't say wasn't valid because he is speaking for the other side that doesn't want to see the other parts to Kanye that only wants to hold on to the tweet. You know what I'm saying? That won't go and watch the two hour interview that will only pull the sections away. Right. That they want to hear and want to, you know, process. Um, That's, and it was like a, Oh my God, Kishan, it was a prime example of exactly what Kanye was saying. The media, why did you choose to just post that part? Precisely. And repost that part. Why would you not post everything before that? Precisely. Well, because it's because <laughs> it's it's produced, it's mm-hmm. it's orchestrated, it's part of a greater strategy. And the part that makes me go like, what the fuck, people, is how quickly mm-hmm. we turn on each other. How immediately and it only happens amongst black people yes it only are at least that's all that i see that's all that i see this happening to the white people i don't all the white people that have been killing and fucking doing all this other crazy shit you know nothing nothing's like really happening like the white people aren't like really that mad they mad that donald's in office but they're not really doing anything about it precisely but But, whatever yeah but But let it be a black person no exactly and the part that's so sad is that and I know people are going to be pissed off about this, but I don't care because it's my podcast. That's what I want. But <laughs> the part that's sad is that people don't realize that this is, you know, the Willie Lynch letter mm-hmm. in action. This is Jim mm-hmm. Crow, you know, mentality in action. Take your mm-hmm. leaders and mm-hmm. tear them down mm-hmm. so that you then will tear down your own leaders exactly. just because you don't necessarily understand yes. their yes. method enough yes. to agree with it. Because the reality is that, you know, if you really peel back the layers and again, look at him as a man, as a human being who Mm -hmm. has a wife, has three children Mm -hmm. and is, is wanting to be a man as well. You know, and one of those children is a black child who's a man also who is going to be raised as a black man. So exactly. And so, and so when they, when they look at that, TMZ thing and I was upset because of course I saw the TMZ thing and I was like and see again but see I whatever we have a different kind of mind already Mm -hmm. so when I saw the TMZ thing I was like oh something's missing from this is this first thing I said something's missing and I said also backtrack what other fucking celebrity on that status has had the balls to walk into TMZ who has been around forever okay calling out everybody's shit getting all the dirt on everyone when has anyone done that I don't think ever Never. Ever, actually. Never. So that was a moment where I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. And only Kanye. Exactly. And the thing <laughs> is that people are like, oh, you know, you got an album coming out. This is a publicity stunt. And I'm like, okay, for those of you who understand media, which media literacy is a whole different conversation that a lot of people mm-hmm. don't even know what media actually is and the purpose behind it. But mm-hmm. when you all publicity is quote unquote good publicity, because mm-hmm. the fact is that his name has been on everybody's lips for the last seven days. Mm-hmm. His name, whether he drops an album, if he announces a tour, or if he goes off the grid for the next 10 years, everybody's been talking about it for the last 10 days. And yeah. that's because what it is that he's saying is stirring people up. And that's the mm-hmm. reason why a lot of people are like, oh, Donald Trump and president, oh, it's horrible. And I was like, if 
is it is it horrible or is it necessary? Because yeah. it kind of seems like a whole lot of things have been happening in different communities. People are speaking up. People are standing in their truth. People are saying mm-hmm. what they want to say. Marches mm-hmm. are happening and movement mm-hmm. is happening and ideas are happening that wouldn't have happened had it not been for... for- Donald Trump being in office. Yeah, that and that's girl. Once Kanye started to touch on that towards the end of the interview, I was like, and this is why people need to watch this. You'll understand. And also what got me was I was like, ooh, moded. Um, he said before Donald Trump was in office, all the rappers wanted to be Donald Trump. Everybody dropped a line in a verse about him. Snoop said it, Jay-Z even said it. Every black entrepreneur was on Donald Trump's dick, even Puffy. Why? Because he was a smart businessman. By no means am I saying I am a Donald Trump supporter. I'm acknowledging the connection between the rap industry, music industry, and and Donald Trump being a billionaire. Precisely. Now that he's the president and is saying all the fucked up crazy shit that he actually has always been saying since the beginning of time, just nobody was highlighting it the way that he was, but the way that they are now because he wasn't president. Mm -hmm. Okay. So put the president title on him. Then you bring out all the dirt, okay? That's the only reason why people are, like, so appalled and betrayed and how dare you, Kanye. But had Kanye said, like he has already said years ago before he was the president, let me drop Donald Trump in my line, boom, 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 bam. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that was a dope verse. Precisely. So what? what's the difference is what I'm saying. Why shun him now for saying what he already has been saying, what other people have already said, too? Well, that's part of the media machine is that the media in itself, it has the ability to twist the minds of people in the direction that it wants it to go. And which is exactly the connection to slavery. And that's why I believe Kanye said what he said. Precisely. That's why he said what he said. Now, granted, does it feel like at first you're like, you punch you in the like, oh man, did that motherfucker literally just say? Uh, what? slavery was a choice you're like damn that's I wasn't ready to hear that <laughs> version of that but <laughs> let me think about it okay let me okay I'm gonna sit let me process okay, so I had to sit down and say hold on let, let me, me just pause here, mm-hmm. let me just meditate okay yes we did outnumber them yes okay yes we did so you are correct in that sir right now after probably about the first 50 years to 100 years of us not getting free though when the mental slavery was at its height it's like the, the height and it locked in us mm-hmm. that is when it was broken that's when it was like fuck fuck it oh well we just I guess we're just gonna be slaves forever now i'm not saying in the beginning nobody tried to have an uproar and rebel mm-hmm. i'm not they probably was like look we're gonna get the lions uh you get the spears right you go get the other stick we're gonna try to do what we can we ain't got no guns but we're gonna figure it out right Okay, but because the mind can be controlled so easily, so easily by pure fear, then you add the physical fear on top of that. It's like it's crazy how how much power there is. So I think that's what he was saying. Right. That's what I think he was saying. But because he's Kanye and he said it the way that he said it. Plus the week before you say some shit about Donald, that's it. Everybody just sees red. They don't want to see anything else. Exactly. And that's part of the, you make a, I love that I use the word process because what happens is that people, you know, human beings, the way that we take in information, and I'm glad he used that word a lot as well in the interview, we take in information, our minds Mm-hmm. Our, our minds operate like a computer. 
We take an input, 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 input. And the way that we process that input and that data and that information is the way that we determine how we're going to react and then Mm -hmm. respond. The difference between reacting to something and responding to something is that you have to process it before you are response able. You can't be responsible or respond to anything if you haven't processed it. Otherwise, you're just reacting to it. You're just throwing right. something back out at it. Exactly. So, Which I do believe we've all, everybody's been guilty of that. We've all had those moments. He's had those moments. That is just, I think, um, like a natural instinct. It, is. it, it just, it happens. You can't yes. at it sometimes is. control that. We can't. And that's why, the, that's the reason why the power of the media has the power that it does. Because the power of the mm-hmm. media feeds on reaction. Oh, yeah. Feeds on reaction. The fact that we have, we have the technology that allows us to go back and pause and rewind yes. and rewatch and re-listen and reconsider and process information is mm-hmm. what gives us a power that we didn't have before. Back in the day, yeah. media was printed on a piece of paper and it was like extra, extra, read all about it. And that was it. That was yeah. it. There, was, you there was no nothing. You couldn't do nothing about it. Exactly. It was like, oh, no, this is what happened. And you're just going to believe us because that's what and we you said. believed it. And they did believe it. Like, exactly. Because there was nothing else. But I, I like what you said about the slavery comment. Because, of course, I was on social media this morning and it's like hashtag slavery was a choice. All these fucking memes and all this other kind of shit. Girl. Which, again, is I'm like the time that people spend to make <laughs> memes upon memes, upon videos, Girl. upon hashtags, upon this and upon that. Do you guys take a minute to pause to process mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. think about what is actually being said because I feel the same way. People gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't fucking care. I, I'm like, you're doing exactly what he is saying. Don't do that. You are st- you are doing exactly what he's saying is still happening. Slavery of the mind is still happening. You're enslaved to pull just a certain portion of this and then what do you do? You go repost it. Yep. And you stay stuck on that. You stay stuck and closed into that singular thought instead of expanding and getting the research and the information. That's why I love when Kanye said, you know what? The one thing that makes me the most fearful is like not having information. I love to have information. I want to have as much knowledge as I possibly can. That's my power. That's when I feel like I'm at my most confident, when I understand everything. Yep. Like that was just like no stupid person says that. No. That's, that's not, you, you don't think that way no. when you are not us. And also no sane person says that. Yeah. And that's insane. People aren't going to think that way. Exactly. And the thing is too, is that to understand like the spectrum of, you know, quote unquote sanity, you know, the spectrum mm-hmm. of, you know, quote unquote crazy. And I was so mm-hmm. gr- growled. I was so proud of him and grateful that he said, I want to you know, Girl, remove the stigma, the stigma out of mental go. health. And I'm like, let's go. And thank you for plates. openly saying that. Yes. But is anybody talking about that? Does anybody want to oh, make not. a post about well, that? Of course Do not. Post because the re- there's a famous black man that is saying, yes, I have mental health issues. Yes, I am actually still taking medicine. I'm not going to tell you what prescription it is, but I best believe it's an antidepressant. Bet anything that it is. Truth be told. Like, and to understand that, he is saying, I'm taking this medication, I'm taking it by choice, and mm-hmm. as a parent, uh, mm-hmm. as, a, as a parent, I can speak to that. I can speak to yes. when the depression takes hold of you, 
to the point where you are willing to lose your own life to escape that shit. Medication Mm -hmm. is sometimes the only way for me. Psychotropic meds, we were not a good fit. Thank God I found something else that works for me. Cannabis is the key. That's what's keeping me on point. And I'm happy and I am not ashamed of it. I'm not afraid of it. But I know that's what keeps me on point because I'm not going to lose my life to depression, which will take me away from my child. So for Mm -hmm. him, what I saw is a man who said, I'm a father. Yep. And depression is taking hold of me. It's choking the life out of me. And mm-hmm. if this medication is going to keep me here for my children until mm-hmm. I go through whatever I need to go through, ascension and otherwise, that brings me out of this, then this yeah. is what I'm going to do. But the fact yeah. is that mental health is, like you said in your uh, Instagram story last night, mm-hmm. it's taboo in the Black community. Yeah. And the oh, fucking yeah. irony of it is because of the 40 decades Okay, Mm -hmm. of slavery, mental Mm -hmm. slavery. That is why mental health is flagrant in the black community is because of that. So people are like, oh, well, why would we choose slavery? It's like, I'm not talking about the whips and change and picking cotton. I'm not talking about that. Okay, because those of you who really want to do the fucking research, the reason why slavery existed for 400 years or 40 decades is because it was Mm -hmm. a profitable business. That's why. Yeah. When people say, oh, the Holocaust, the Holocaust didn't last for 40 decades because it nope. was the mind of a one person who was yep. crazy enough to try to yes. wipe out an entire race of people on their own land. Exactly. That is the reason why it was over. <laughs> That's why it didn't last. That's why it didn't last. <laughs> you can't be coming over here trying to build shit in my yard and kill no. my people. We well, well, what was the business? What was he making money on? That's the other thing, too, you're talking about is a business. There was no business of the Holocaust. Except for maybe selling of arms because that led to a war. Correct. But he wasn't going in it thinking, you know, we're about to make so much money off of killing all these Jews. No. He was like, I am the devil and I want to murder everybody. Exactly. I don't care about no money. I don't care about no money. I want to kill them. I want to make blankets out of them. I don't care. That's what he- I mean, let's do all the experiments. Like what? That's not that exact. Precisely. Yes. So slavery different. Slavery was, money was in an there. industry and it was a global mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the yeah. United States. It wasn't. It was Thank Europe. You. It was it wasn't, Asian. And it wasn't just black And it people. wasn't just. It was, it was all the colors. It was all. It was. It was anybody who was poor, unfortunately, is who ended up Basically. in slavery. And slavery was before even America. It was in Egypt. Let's not go to the. Okay. Bible. See, okay. I'm just. Okay. Going so again. It's not anything. Slavery new. lasted for way more than 400 years. If you, like you said, you really want to go. It's not anything technical. new. You want to get technical. People have been enslaved since I'm bigger than you. You shut up. <laughs> I have more money. You are now my servant. Basically. Be quiet. And the only yeah. way, even in that example, the only way that slavery can exist is if one person chooses to submit because the reality mm-hmm. is just like in Black Panther, whatever, you can kill mm-hmm. me, motherfucker. I'm not yep. going to do that. So I'm yeah. just going to have to die. Pretty much. That's it. <laughs> like how people ask me, me like, Jesus, I am here in this millennia for a reason mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if I was in any other time, I would have been beheaded. Cause I, I would have been dead a long time ago. Yeah. So, and this is not, and like I said, people who hear this, this is no disrespect to my ancestors who were in those fields, who were raising those babies, who were cleaning those houses, who were mentally enslaved. enslaved. This is also for those ancestors who came before them, who were kings, queens, pharaohs, and princes and princesses as well, who said, Mm -hmm. that's what we're not going to do. So I think that people get caught, like you said, on 
the soundbite. They get caught on the clip and they run with it. And it's sad because, okay, what did you think about the part of the interview where he was talking about his interaction with um, Obama? Obama? Yeah. Um, So I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, there was a really good point that I had to make. And that was what it was. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Obama. I thought that that was another moment of like, and this is why I will always think you're amazing. Sorry, I don't care what anybody has to say, but I'm like, this is why I'd also just miss hearing him talk. I miss mm-hmm. hearing Kanye speak. He speaks so clear and precise, but yet you see when he has those deep, you can see it in his eye. It's like a, a if you could see the inside of a computer or even take it back further when Wi-Fi was still like, like it made sounds mm-hmm. to like get the internet on. Mm-hmm. You could see that happening in his mind because he was like, hold on, let me see. I'm going to, first I'm going to put that thought over there. I'm going to click down. Okay, now, boom, we're going to come back to this. Mm-hmm. So seeing him talk about Obama in that way was really cool. Um, I believe that he hit a spark of something in me that I never viewed before because he was basically saying black people have to be perfect um Obama was perfection the way that he said of course you know he was just he was this presence and he had to be perfect and he had the cool walk he had to say the right things when you're that perfect you can't make massive changes right you're just not allowed to you're not allowed to you had to be here so that people could see okay so black people could like we could be a president we could maybe do this but major change won't come because major change doesn't come from perfection. It comes from disorder and confusion and people rising up and saying, fuck, this shit is fucked the fuck up. Hold on. We need something else. And that's why I liked how he played that off of why Donald Trump is in office now. Like, that's just what it is. You had perfect and now you have the complete opposite. So what are you going to do with that? And then tying into um, the black celebrity, the black celebrity has to be perfect. Look at Beyonce. She can do no wrong in people's eyes. And if little do you guys know, she's probably mentally suffering too. She stayed with a man that repeatedly cheated on her. Repeatedly. That's a broken spirit. That is an abusive relationship in my mind. It's not physical, but it's mental abuse. Mm -hmm. To stay with someone, right? Yes. Love is out the window. I don't think love had anything to do with that. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You get beaten down mentally. Your security is basically obliterated because you've been with this person since you were 20 years old. Yes. You know, and you know what your own parents have gone through. Mm-hmm. Your dad cheated on your mom. Right. Had a baby by somebody else. And you're like, fuck man. Okay. But I can't, ah, I'm gonna just stay though. Why? Okay. I, I don't really know. Why I'm going to say, is it for the money? Is it for the kid? Is it for, so that's what I'm like, but, but they're not going to let her dive that deep into it. They won't let her show that part of herself or she won't even. Because then that'll just destroy her. She won't be this perfect being anymore. And that's why I like Kanye. He's like, I'm not perfect and I never will be. And I'll be the first person to tell you that I'm not perfect. Why? Because I'm more normal right. to the masses than Beyonce is. Right. I'm more attainable. Why? Because I show you when I fuck up. I have no problem using my voice and speaking the truth and wiling out. And I'm consistent with that. That's the other thing, too, people. I'm like, you. why are you guys surprised? Yes. Why are I'm, is it because he went away for two years? He had to go away. He had a breakdown, okay? Breakthrough, as he likes to call it. But he had to go away. But other than that, he was out all the time. We always heard from Kanye. 
So why is it such a surprise now? That's the part that I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, this is right. <laughs> the only thing that's new to me, liking who he is, is hearing him verbally um, expose the parts that we kind of were guessing. Like, wait, mm-hmm. do you suffer from mental illness? Did you battle with addiction? Right. What's going on? So to hear him say that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Boom. So now I can stop assuming. Right. And I can actually understand and process and, and support you even more because you're being a thousand percent honest. Like, that's just. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know exactly so, what you mean. I mean, yeah, it's like liked, they say. I liked what he said about Obama. Yeah. And I, I liked how he spoke about the first time they interacted with him and his mom. And I didn't realize, like, I was like, damn, that was a long time ago. That was in 2008. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that was 10, that was 10 years ago. You yeah, know what I mean? 10 years ago. And I completely agree with everything that you said. And I'm glad that you brought up Beyonce because, you know, the, the Beychella, you know, performance and, you know, the way that everyone was so. Which was a great, but like I said, what's the word that I used earlier to describe her? Precise. Precise. It was flawless. The Mm -hmm. performance was flawless and precise Mm -hmm. and what, you know, the reaction that it created and the sense of pride and the sense of, you know, beauty and empowerment that came from that is fantastic. And then, you know, Kanye steps up to the platform and delivers something different. And the part Mm -hmm. that makes me, again, sad is why can't we elevate them both? You know what I mean? Why can't we celebrate them both? Because the truth is, as much as we, and I say we as like a collective people, as much as we uh, sympathized and empathized with Beyonce after she Mm -hmm. shared her story on Lemonade, and we're like, yeah, fuck that nigga. Oh, Jay, girl, yes, all that. Okay. But on the flip side, if she was just a homie, who was in a fucking relationship with a man who was 10 years older than her, who cheated on her for the duration of their marriage. And she's had three babies by him and stayed with him. Would we still be clapping and celebrating or do we clap and celebrate because she's Beyonce? Right. You know what I mean? Would we be telling her she needs to leave him and fuck that nigga and da 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 let's scratch up his mm-hmm. car? And no. Mm-hmm. But, but because we're like, ooh, we celebrate you, girl, because you came through it. We don't know what the fuck she really went through. That's what I'm saying. We don't know what she's dealing with right now. We don't know what's happening behind stage. Because when I see Beyonce, I think about Diana Ross. Yes. I think about Tina Turner. Yep. And I think about what was happening to them. They all had fucked up lives. Behind closed doors. You know what I mean? And while they may have sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of shared... Not really. They, thank you. They're not sharing to the degree that he is. Exactly. And that he will continue to. Sure, it took him a little bit of time, but it takes any human being to take some time to actually be like, okay, so these are the demons I've been dealing with. And you're going to hear it from my mouth instead of just seeing a picture or hearing, oh, so-and-so said this, Kanye said that, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, you know, so it's just, it just, it resonates completely differently hearing it from, um, the person themselves it does you know so especially I, for him to own it the way that he yeah. does and i think that's 
you know, people like even what the the guy, I think his name is Van um, from TMZ mm-hmm. and people are like, you know, singing his praises like, oh, thank you for saying that. And I was like, but I'm like, he ain't shit either. Why? Because you work for TMZ, nigga. Don't get me started. Like Don't, no, you work for a trash, no. trash media. So, no. Uh, no. you know what I'm saying? Thank like you, you work for I mean, trash you're media. You're making your coins. We all have to have a job. I understand that. I'm not denying that you might have some reporter background. You might have journalism degree. I'm not going to take that away from you. But you aren't helping, or as far as I know, you're not helping none of the celebrities that you guys are hounding. You're not putting any real light onto anything. You guys are trying to drop the story before they even have a chance to say drop it. Right. So what, that's, that's yeah. the part where I'm like, no. You're not, like, working no. with, like, National Geographic or Smithsonian Television. Thank like, you. you're working for like, TMZ. No, you're working for DMZ. Right. And you're not trying to speak truth in a loving way that's not that's as far as I know that's not what TMZ is about no so no I totally agree and I think that part of what people get stuck on is this idea like oh you know look he's checking him and I'm kind of like but 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 if you guys understand what these struggles and the battles of mental Mm -hmm. health actually looks Mm -hmm. like people Mm -hmm. who are struggling with mental health especially depression and anxiety the last thing they need is to be checked yeah, they need to be opposite. loved. They need to be yes. nurtured. They need to be held. They need to be listened to. Thank you. And I think that another thing. And no one wants to listen. No wants to but li- then you also don't see him like you you and I, or you had mentioned earlier uh, yesterday, that people also don't see the ending of the clip, which is Kanye going up to him. You see him walking, which makes you think what? They're, oh, they're going to go fight. Yep. No, he says, I'm sorry. I am sorry for hurting your feelings. Again, no sane person is going to acknowledge, okay, you're telling me from your heart that I have offended you. You're disappointed. I, what I have said is hurt your feelings. So I'm going to go tell you to your face, man to man, you know, I'm sorry for that. Whether or not you want to believe me, whatever, that's up to you. But they're not going to show that part. Of course not. Because if they, if they show that part, that, ma- that vindicates him. That makes him yeah. a human being. That makes him the bigger person again. Because the yeah. reality is that we are all entitled to our opinion and we are all entitled to our views. I know that I often am in opposition. Seth, the same way he was on a Mm -hmm. podcast episode and we were talking about the gun laws and he was saying, Mm. we don't need to, he was saying, Seth, you know, 16 was saying, we don't need to fuck with the constitution because you start fucking with the constitution, a whole lot of other shit's going to change. So just take your chips and leave is what he said. Like just, Okay, we just going. You know, they're having the walkout. Is that today? I too? think so. Segwaying, yeah. It's um, I feel like it's today. Yeah, for the school. But, so I was like, okay, well, yeah. What you got to do, guys? Like, that's cool. Yes, I mean, but great though. Great the youth. Yes. When I was a youth, wasn't nobody doing no walkouts about nothing. Exactly. <laughs> like even your age, your generation. What, no, there was no, I mean walking. there was no walking when walking I was in, when I was in high school. The only thing we were walking out to was the Rodney King verdict. And, yep. you know, and I it. got suspended for wearing that T-shirt with the, the KKK, KKK shirt. T-shirt with mm-hmm. the future police officer. And that was yeah. the extent of it. But again, and I was the I was the black person at a school full yep. of white people who was like, yep. I'm going to walk out. So who's coming yeah. with me? Oh, only three of you. Oh, OK, great. So I guess it's just going to be the three of us. And what right. I and what I reckon and there was only five to begin with. But still, it's like, <laughs> I guess only some of yeah. us are going. You guys don't care. Yeah. That's fine. But <laughs> But even then, it was, I was not afraid even then to go against the grain. Because right now, yeah. I guarantee a lot of people are like, oh my God, I can't believe I have you guys are saying this. I can't believe you're supporting yeah. that. And I'm like, you guys have to understand, you 
can only comprehend what you allow yourself to comprehend. Exactly. Because I'm like, as soon as last week happened and you know, I had one of our closest friends, um, her fiance, you know, hit me up and he's just as much of a fan as, as Kanye as I am. Mm -hmm. Well, I believe I'm above everybody, but, um, he, that's like a Kanye thought also. See, you see how, you see how I said that in? Okay. So I'm just kidding. He hits me up and he's just like, I fully support that genuine, genuine conversation. He was like, karma, wait, okay. What's going on? Like people were literally contacting me to be like, okay, hold on. Before I literally not support him no more, I need you to just explain it to me. Like, bring me back in. Let me, like, what are your thoughts? What's going on? And I was just like, well, aside from him being Kanye and speaking his truth, I, I don't see what's wrong with him saying what he wants to say. I'm not surprised that in the same week, though, he says he's going to drop his album and also producing five other albums. Um, right. Like that, that doesn't surprise me. So right. he's trying to shake it up and let him shake it up. Also in the same sentence, I'm not saying I'm not going to support him anymore because he's saying he supports someone that a huge mass of the, you know, the United States population doesn't like, including myself. Right. I don't think I should be downed or shunned or like, oh my God, you're crazy karma because I'm saying I like Kanye. Right. Because, but I'm not also saying that I like Donald Trump. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I understand his perspective. Right. Kanye's perspective on him. I don't understand Donald Trump and I don't ever actually want to understand Right. Well, and that's That's why I'm like, it's two separate entities. And that's, I just wish people were able to see it that way. And I think that goes to what my opinion is opinion of people who have this mob thinking is Mm -hmm. that it's like they take one thing and they run with it and they say well if you support Kanye that means you support Donald Trump which means you support the KKK which means you're a white supremacist which means you're racist and you're misogynistic I'm like actually no that's That's not at all how any human mind works because the same way that I can I can like um Oprah Winfrey you know Mm -hmm. what I mean but I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. a fan of Weight Watchers because I don't like chemically induced food because you know what I'm saying like I same reason why I don't like Herbalife and I think it's the devil also precisely but that doesn't mean that I don't like the soccer player who represents Herbalife you know what I'm saying like it's like that I don't like people being healthy precisely exactly I want you to live as long as you can I just don't want you to smoke crack or drink sugar all day but yes basically all that I'm trying to say right so So, it's like I can't and that like you said you brought up something good earlier which was mentioned in the interview as well was Kanye's um reference to the fact that before he became the president Mm -hmm. people elevated Donald Trump because of his business savvy and because of his financial status because they were like oh started from the bottom Mm -hmm. now you're here you know kind of thing like your dad gave you money you squandered it you flipped it in the table but you did did that and especially the black community did why because we always have to have the gold we have to have the cars we got to go buy this we have to do that and where does that come from Ooh. from being denied of that for years i'm like motherfuckers if you guys don't watch that damn interview okay and literally listen to what he is saying and then take the time to just think about your own life however old you think about it just think about things that you went through as a kid and connect it to your race and just i also did like this is going on another end 
how he liked how he was starting to say um he was using the word prison yes. in place of um slavery slavery mm-hmm. right because that takes race out of it because he says as soon as you say slavery what do people think of black white black people mm-hmm. right so trying to erase that too, I, I really like that. He, I don't think by any means, and see the simple mind would say, oh, now he's denying black people. No, that's not what he said. No. He said, I don't want the race element to exist anymore. It was the past. It's the present. Can we get to the future? Precisely. We have to start breaking it down now to be able to even get to that point. It's going to take a while, but you got to at least start, but people just don't want to start. That's the part that like, I don't understand that. Well, so Because people want to hold on to... People want to hold on to the the power of segregation. They want to hold mm-hmm. on to the, well, we can never forget the slavery. We can never forget the beat. We can never forget the beatings. We can never forget this. We can never forget the, that. It's like, you can technically mm-hmm. choose to let it go because the yeah. reality is that he said something, and I don't know the exact quote, but he said, if I essentially wanted to exist in a world without racism, I would not be an American that's what it was oh no 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 i know exactly what you're talking about uh charlamagne had asked him something and he was like yeah he was saying oh i wouldn't live in america i wouldn't live in i wouldn't live here thank you i wouldn't then he joked him and charlamagne was like that's some rich nigga talk and he's like well sure okay yes, yeah yes I'm, i mean I'm, but you but then, i mean yes when you have all the money sure could you say i'm not gonna live in america Sure. I mean, could. yeah. And, and truthfully, I even had, you know, a bit of a rejection to that by Charlemagne because mm-hmm. I'm like, but but he even see, whew, girl, it goes deep because yeah. I was like, even by Charlemagne saying that's some rich nigga shit. I'm like, yep. but is it, though? Because but you can it? you can leave and go live in Costa Rica. You can go live in Thank Peru. You. you can go live you in could. Brazil. You can go live My in different... My girl Dawn was just saying earlier in Bali, like, we basically already millionaires. Take Pers- your American money over there and we already millionaires. So... I actually don't need to be rich in America to be wealthy outside of the country. Exactly. We could go to the Philippines right now and own at least two of the islands. Exactly. And, and not have to be around any white people if we didn't want to be. At all. So <laughs> it's the idea, but that's, but see, and that's part of the, again, that's an example of the mental slavery that says mm-hmm. the only way that I can exist in a world without racism is if I'm rich. False. Yes. That is completely false, completely, completely false. And that's the part where Charlemagne, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that he was the one to interview him because Charlemagne loved that he was the interviewer, loved that. Because he's an outspoken motherfucker as well. Like he said, him and Kanye have history, like from the Breakfast Club and going on there. And he, I love, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. It was a great choice by Kanye. Exactly. It was a great, it was brilliant because he's like, I ain't going to talk to anybody else. Um, Mm -mm. So something else that I liked about the interview was when the conversation started to veer into fashion. And when mm-hmm. he started talking about fashion is when I saw Loved his it. light come on again. I oh my was God, like, he was so excited. Yes. He was so excited. He, that's because he's like, guys, I don't care. Not that I don't care about the music, like, but he's like, it's just the, the business side of it has, I don't like it anymore. Like, that's not, I don't know. I think it was just him showing the other part of his soul that makes him, I think, even more happy mm-hmm. than what music did for him for a good part of his right. life. Well, and I also think it was his way of saying, I am not a one dimensional being. Exactly. I, like there's more to me than this. There's more to me than this. And then at the end of the interview, when they were walking around outside and oh, I love oh my God, it was so great. 
so good. I mean, just aside from the way that they shot it, like there's a whole other. Oh my god, cinematography! Beautiful the way that they shot it because it's so smart. Yes, because I'm like two black men walking. Wow, silhouettes amazing. Mm -hmm. But when Mm -hmm. he said, "I want to build cities," yeah, you know what I mean? Like, who says that? You're right. I'm waiting for Beyonce and Jay Z. Apparently, when I thought y'all already had some cities, but I guess not. I mean, granted, yes, you did just donate a lot of money to all you know the the black colleges, which is great. And you had the you know New Orleans fund, really all that. That's great. Um, but if Beyonce said that, she would be praised. She wouldn't be labeled as oh my god, you're fucking crazy. You are so arrogant. How dare you try to say you want to have cities? But like Kanye say it. It's your what? Be- That's not allowed. Right. How dare you? Because Kanye, you know, is, in my opinion, channeling the ancestors who did have cities post slavery, mm-hmm. who went mm-hmm. around this nation and established black only cities, black yeah. only banks, black yep. only schools, black only. We had a black Wall Street in Oklahoma. Yeah. Do the research. Look it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had stuff. And so he's like, I will wear fucking target discount clearance mm-hmm. clothing mm-hmm. or I will make my own damn clothes because exactly. I'm you know because I know how to yeah. do that now and I'm gonna and then when he said my line Yeezy line is gonna be a more of a relief line yes I was like y'all ain't ready you don't even hear what he just said you didn't even hear what he just he literally said. said he's gonna give away clothes and shoes like do you understand now there's the other part of my side where I'm like okay I love that you said that, but I want, if I could have a conversation with you, Kanye, I want you to explain the business side of why did it have to come out just your shoes at such a high price is, was that not by your choice? Was it because it was, you know, first deal with Nike and because before you went to Adidas, like, do, do you get what I'm saying? Like that whole business I do. side of it yeah. is that why? I do. Well, and you know, I can, which- I can speak to that. Um, I mean, I'm not, you know, a billionaire yet. But I can mm-hmm. speak to that. Um, and it's pretty simple. The thing is, you cannot give away what you don't have. Right. And the thing right. about the music industry, which I'm glad that he spoke on it, he said, the thing with the music business is that when you, quote unquote, make it in the music business, they give you just mm-hmm. enough money to be able to buy a car, to be able to buy a house, Girl. and maybe take care of your kids for a and little while. And stay on tour for the rest of your life till you die. When he said that with and, he, and I love that he was standing up Yes, at that moment because you could feel the energy shooting from his feet out of his mouth. Like, you could see. Like, mm-hmm. do you understand what I'm trying to tell you right now, Charlemagne? Till you die. Which, again, what is that? Slavery. Slavery. And you know who I thought of when he said that? Prince. Oh, my gosh, girl. I was like, oh, you're channeling. Thank you're you. channeling Prince right now because that is exactly... Yeah. What Mm -hmm. Prince was saying about Warner Mm -hmm. Brothers was like, I have the word slave written on my face Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I want you to understand that this music industry that has us tap dancing, clapping, singing, whatever on stage for these motherfucking white people. No shade to white people. White people, great. But that has us doing this. Mm -hmm. We are enslaved. These contracts, we might as well be signing them in blood. Because yeah. we will never get out of them. We nope. we've seen the Mariah Carey story with Sony, all these other, you know, oh, all yeah. these other music, all these other artists who signed these contracts and get these sign-on bonuses. Michael and it's Jackson. like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, when he was five, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When he's still mm-hmm. fighting for masters for his music when he was 50 years old. Like when he said that, that was the moment where he's telling you the music industry was not going to get me to the place where I could afford to right. build cities. 
and to do it to I do what to I do. wanted to do yeah. to be able to yeah. build a brand that could have a relief clothing and shoes line to be able right. to buy enough land around the country around the world where I could establish right. cities and really make an impact in the black community and allow me to bring the geniuses in like myself who would normally work for the Louis Vuittons right and the highest scale houses of fashion I'm going to take those people and bring them to, to my side correct Correct. So that's what I was like, oh my God, people are, you probably not even going to watch that part because you're stupid. Because you're like, stupid. You're not even going to see that he said that. Like, you're not even going to allow yourself to, to, you know, to see that. That's what I just was, oh man. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's, I really think that people don't have, unfortunately, the attention span either to no. sit down yeah. and watch an interview, whether you pause it, like you said, and watch it in little 15 right. minute segments to take it all in right. because they're going into it with so much judgment and they're going into mm-hmm. it with so much, you know, preconceived ideas based on what little sound bites that they yep. saw. And the sound bite is actually exactly what the TMZ thing was. It's just, right. it is a bit of information. And before there was video, it was just sound and they would, you know, yeah. call it clips or whatever on the radio, but that's essentially what it was. And it's like, oh, here, just this little snippet. And it's like the telephone game. You know, I say mm-hmm. something to you and you say something to somebody else and it goes around the table by the time it comes back. It's like, that's not what the fuck I said. I definitely didn't say that. <laughs> I definitely didn't say that. And it's totally out of context yeah. now. And it's actually completely reversed. Now, granted, yeah. because we think that we're seeing stuff in real time and in reality, we're not, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, people kind of take it and run with it. But, um, but yeah, girl, well, I know that we can talk for days. But yep. I know that you... this won't be the longest podcast you ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine with me because so many nuggets have been dropped. And I think that it's Girl. really, it's really beautiful that, um, that, you know, you and I, you know, we come from the same two. And I tell people this all the time, like we come from the mm-hmm. same pair. We come mm-hmm. from, uh, I believe a lineage of free thinkers and radical oh, thinkers God. and creative you know, creative energies that kind of formed us. And I think that we do speak out. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why, you know, you feel this kindred connection to Kanye. I feel a connection to him, you know, in a different way. I feel a connection to Kendrick. I feel a connection to Prince. I feel these connections where I'm like, there's some of us who are walking this earth that are tuned in, tapped in, turned on and unplugged. Mm -hmm. There's some of Mm -hmm. us who are. And I love that. And I'm like, I want to remain like this. I could not imagine not having the type of like brain and soul that I have now. I would just feel like I would just be like a miserable person. Right. Like, I feel sorry for those that I wish all people had the artistic element in them because I just feel like, I don't know, they would just be more free, you know, but I understand why we are made for certain things, why there has to be the other side of the spectrum. I get it. You know, right. That's just, I think a part of um, humans. <laughs> yeah. We're here. Right. I think you it's know? like part of the, like the yin and the yang, you know, mm-hmm. of the universe that it is, it is, it is what it is. And that's one thing, you know, to wrap up that I liked it. He touched on in the interview as well as this idea of yeah. what's good and what's bad, what's positive and what's negative as opposed to, so good it just, it just is, yeah. it just is like, that. yeah. One thing I will say, though. Go ahead. And note this. I was, my heart was sad when he felt that he needed to get plastic surgery because of what he thought the media and everybody else would say. And the person he chose to use as an example 
is his brother-in-law. And I'm like, that's not by coincidence. No, You could have said anybody else. Right. You could have used any other word. But you said, I didn't want you guys to call me fat the way that you did Rob Kardashian. That's the reason why he didn't come to my wedding. And I'm like, damn, a part of my soul wonders, Mm. would you be thinking that way if you weren't married into this family Mm. who's known for this element? So there's that part that I'm like, don't get it twisted, guys. I still have my feelings on parts of his life that I'm like, damn, I'm well, I'm curious to just, I'm just real curious. Right. If this wasn't a part of your life, would certain things not have happened to you? Of course. Well, and I also you think know? that, you know, I don't know, like, I know biblically, I don't know the scripture all the way, because sometimes mm-hmm. I'd be paraphrasing it, but <laughs> sometimes somewhere in the Bible, it says something about when you get married, that, mm-hmm. you know, the wife leaves her family and mm-hmm. cleaves to her husband and they build yeah. their own family. And I yeah. feel like, her family is so, you know, enmeshed into her life that they yeah. haven't had a chance to just build on their own. Like they live in Calabasas. They live, you know, on a gated yep. community and, you know, Chris lives down the street and Courtney's across the street and, the, you yep. know, they live in a compound basically. Mm-hmm. So in a mm-hmm. sense, I feel like, yeah, he, you know, he, as I mean, we are always influenced. We're influenced by the people that we spend time with. The five people that we spend the most time with are the most influential people in our lives, period. Mm-hmm. So, yes. A good point. If Kim Kardashian is one of those five and the other four are also Kardashians, then yeah. yes, the the idea of trying to achieve a certain physical quote unquote perfection and he's the black one. Yes. You know what I mean? Like literally the black sheep. You know yeah. what I mean? Granted, Kardashians love black people, but again, he is the black one who was like, I'm black, I'm gonna marry her, we gonna have these yep. kids, which means mm-hmm. I'm never gonna be out of this family. Nope. Because I'm married to her and yeah. I mean because we had these babies. So right. I feel like, yeah, he probably was influenced, unfortunately. And I sometimes feel like I don't know Kim Kardashian. I barely know anything about, you know, them through social media. But mm-hmm. I do believe that she does genuinely love and care about her husband. And I, I do she, believe yeah. that she genuinely is concerned for his health, for his safety. Because Definitely. one last thing I wanted to say too is that he said at least three times throughout that interview, if I die tomorrow. Yes. If I die tomorrow. Girl, and the that's last the same thing Pac was saying in a couple of his last interviews. And then where is he? Yes. Yeah. Karma. I was like, the last person okay. who spoke like that was Pac. Literally. That's the last person who said, if so I like, die, they take me out. Like, come on. Pay attention. Pay attention. Yes. It's like, mm-hmm. peel back the layers of judgment and just hear the goddamn message. Just hear mm-hmm. the message. Find the clues look for them. He's talking mm-hmm. about economic empowerment during mm-hmm. the time when every, well, maybe not every, but many black mm-hmm. neighborhoods are being gentrified throughout the country from Baltimore yes. to Los Angeles yep. are being black people are being shoved yep. out of their homes by, yep. by choice because they're saying mm-hmm. yes to selling out, selling out of yep. their homes and they're being yep. replaced. So he's like, I want to empower, I want to create economic empowerment for black folks. I'm like, that's yep. an amazing thing. Did you guys catch yeah. that? Did you listen yeah. for that part? Or did but you, you only, you part. only heard the yeah. slavery part? Got it. Okay. Yeah. So Got that's it. why y'all yeah. don't stay exactly where you are. But um, yep. yeah, well, that's girl, I am so excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh my this God. Is good. This is great. I'll be back for chapter two. Uh, <laughs> yes thank you oh my god I definitely will have you back on again I'm actually going to yeah. post this today because Very it's cool. timely and you know usually 
when I record, I archive and post later, but because of the content of this, this is going to come out today. So thank you again. So if you will, um, if you want to share how people can find you or connect with you via social media. Oh yes. My, uh, my IG handle is I am underscore karma reigns. Again, it's K A R M A R A I N E S. Um, I'm not really on Facebook that much and I don't have a Twitter. It's so funny because I battle between back and forth. Like maybe I'll get a Twitter because I do like saying stuff, but mm-hmm. then I'm like, nah, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Social yeah. media platform, you know, at a time. But um, yeah, right. man, I just would like to say, be aware, feed yourself knowledge. Don't be quick to judge. And judgment comes from not having enough knowledge. That's just what I believe. When you don't have all the information, then of course you're just going to go with the first thing that's given to you. And because people are such human beings are such visual people, even if you are an analytical person, it doesn't matter. We have eyeballs. We literally physically can see. So if you see something Mm -hmm. and it's just easier, it requires more work and more effort to research and understand something. Right. So I just encourage and challenge people to stop being lazy. Yes. Basically. Mm -hmm. Stop being (laughs) lazy emancipate yourself i Mm -hmm. always whenever anybody mentions the word slavery or i hear the word Mm -hmm. slavery i always think about bob marley Mm -hmm. and he said emancipate yourself from mental Mm -hmm. slavery none but ourselves can free our minds Mm. no one we're the only ones who can free our minds. We're the only ones who can unlock, can undo, can detach, mm-hmm. can unplug from the matrix or as Kanye called it from the simulation yeah. and actually become free. So yeah. yeah. All right. Sis, well, I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> Yay. This was thank awesome. You. Thank you. I'll thank make you. sure to, uh, to post too. Just send me, you know, I will get stuff. Okay. I will repost. Okay. But yeah. Awesome. I love you. I love you too. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. You have your choice of podcasts that you can listen to, tune into, subscribe to, and share. And I want to take a moment to just express my sincere gratitude for you choosing this one. In this moment right here and now, I see the light, I see the love, I see the wisdom, I see the beauty, the prosperity, and the abundant joy shining within you. And I bow humbly before your divinity. Namaste. Peace, y'all.